Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Hey, everyone. It's Scott from Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast and the Zamboni Time Machine. If you want to create your own podcast, the best option to make that happen is Anchor. If you ever heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, and who doesn't like free? There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your own phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, what's up, hockey fans, and welcome to Marty's Illegal Sticks, the Zamboni Time Machine. The Zamboni Time Machine is our look at the zany, interesting, and historic events from hockey's glorious past. The Zamboni Time Machine is brought to you by Zamboni.com, and the Zamboni name is used with permission. In this episode, the Zamboni Time Machine takes us back to Montreal, Quebec on St. Patrick's Day 1955 for the Richard Riot. The cause of the riot actually started four days earlier on March 13th during a game between the Boston Bruins and the Montreal Canadiens. Bruin Hal Laco would clobber Canadian superstar Maurice the Rocket Richard in the head with his stick, sparking a brawl between the two. The linesman who tried to break up the fight would end up on the receiving end of a fist from the Rocket and fell to the ice a bloody mess. Richard's striking of the official prompted NHL President Clarence Campbell to suspend the Rocket for the rest of the regular season as well as the soon-to-start playoffs. The Canadiens' next game was against the Detroit Red Wings on March 17th at the Montreal Forum, and to say the crowd was hostile was an understatement. To make matters worse, President Campbell, who was the most hated man in Montreal for suspending Richard, attended the game. Back then, there was no such thing as luxury suites or box seats, so Campbell sat in the very crowd that despised him, and they certainly did not hide their feelings. The league president was subjected to a tidal wave of verbal abuse and had tomatoes, shoes, and other objects thrown at him. The coup d'etat, however, came at the end of the first period. With the Canadians losing 4-1, someone exploded a tear gas bomb in the arena, forcing the crowd to evacuate. The Montreal Police Department did an incredible job of getting Campbell to a secure area in the form, but could do nothing to stop the riot that was breaking out. The chaos would spill out into the streets, and the Richard riot, or Le Faire Richard in French, was on. All night long, stores were looted, vehicles were burned, and windows were broken all over downtown Montreal. The next day, Richard himself went on Montreal radio to urge calm, which worked as the rioting stopped. In the end, over $100,000 in damage was done, which is over $1 million in today's money. As a result of the riot, Montreal was forced to forfeit the game. The Canadians would end up facing the Red Wings in the Stanley Cup Final, but without the rocket, they would go down in defeat a rarity for the Canadians in the 1950s. 
And that, my friends, concludes this trip on the Zamboni Time Machine. If you like what you just heard, you can subscribe to Marty's Illegal Stick on all major podcast platforms to catch every episode of the Zamboni Time Machine. Be sure to check out martysillegalstick.com every day for articles, content, and shows about hockey. I'm Scott Kinville. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Zamboni Time Machine. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. With every race, every qualifying run, and every pit stop, Tim Coffeen would feel the pressure and excitement. With his own podcast on the Sports History Network called Tim Coffeen Talks IndyCar and Racing History, Tim will share those very same racing emotions and memories with his listeners. Learn, laugh, and enjoy the world of IndyCar racing through the eyes of Tim Coffeen. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to Sports historynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.